pick is finally in. With the first pick of the 2014 NFL Draft. With the first selection of the 2018 MLB Draft. With the first pick in the 2003 NBA Draft. Now for the reason we're all here. We have some business to do. The first selection. All right, we are watching Monday Night Football. It's third down. Dak is in the huddle trying to get this play going. I got Kellen Moore, former Boise State player, trick play to win a huge game in college. Now the offensive coordinator of Dallas Cowboys. I'm giving you guys the play-by-play. We're, better, the play-by-play. we're better than Booger McFarlane. Dak making a call. Sends, sends Cobb in motion. Out to the right. And shotgun drops back. Third and 15. Oh, man, there's a rush. Oh, oh Pollard dropped Pollard. the screen. He dropped Come the screen. Come on, bro. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you are here with the First Pick Podcast. We just did a cold open for you. But uh, this is our 25th episode. We won't keep you waiting too long. We already just lost information, so we need to get it moving. Yeah, but, we, we're, we're struggling here with yeah. this technology stuff. <laughs> if you're out there and you're, in, you're technology inclined or technically inclined, help us out. We just did about a half hour of this pod. We're already recording out of our comfort zone late at night. We're me and Kevin early birds, right? And we lost it. This stupid <laughs> thing doesn't save. We'll make it work. Make it work. So, at Biggest Boss seventy six on Twitter and Instagram, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Apple iTunes, and Google Music. Please rate, review, and share. Five stars only. Where can they find you, Vinny? And where can they find us on social media? I'm your boy Vinny Gumbas. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at V-I-N-N-Y-G-O-O-M-B-O-T-S. And you can find the podcast at The First Pick Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Please check out the social media content we're putting up. We put up all kinds of uh, great information. At least I think it's great. It's a great way to get in touch with me and Big Kev. Uh, we put up funny memes like today we have one of Tom Brady crying after a <laughs> loss. thought that was funny. You know where that came from. But enough of that. Let's get to episode 25. Kev, I can't believe we got 25. We have 25 bulk episodes in the book, but we got a bunch of little little scattered ones in between. Yes, yes. I wonder I, how many we really did. We're probably up there. We probably, we probably we're, I think we're almost at 50. I was about to say. Because yeah. when I look at Podcast Attic, I think we're at 40. Well, we just oh, added okay. another one, so that was 48, 49. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're right in there somewhere. So plug that, plug that one that we just added. Today, oh, so we, we just put up today. If you haven't listened, you can listen to it at any point. We do a bullpen here at the First Big Podcast. Our bullpen is where we go to kind of talk about anything. For our focus, it winds up being fatherhood, being a husband, things like that. We've had a bunch of them in earlier episodes. We've been It's been a while since we put one out and Vince had a good idea to do one about coaches, coaches relationship and if you go to the page you'll see a picture of LaShawn McCoy and Andy Reid jumping on each other and he saw that and thought we would do one about our high school and about college whenever you played sports and the importance of coaches so go listen to that it was really good we got some feedback from some of our listeners saying that they really enjoyed it so hope you guys like it too but let's get to it start Thursday night football so we're going to start off the last game of October was Halloween San Francisco 49ers. I got I got to put some respect. Put some respect <laughs> on their name. Undefeated San Francisco 49ers taking on the Arizona Cardinals. 49ers win 28 to 25. 49ers now 8-0. Cardinals 3-5-1. Total in this game was 43 and a half. I know it because it's burned into my brain because I had the under and I lost. <laughs> and um Niners were minus 10, 10 and a half, minus 9 and a half, whatever you had there. 
Kev, what do you got from this one? Arizona, they are just a better team. Well, I thought this since the beginning. I thought they were going to be a really good team, especially when David Johnson is used correctly. I'm sorry. I'm making what? a face. Yeah, I saw this thing face. I was like, what Met was life? that? It looks terrible in blue. It looks <laughs> gross in blue. Granted, it looks gross in green right now, too. But right. go ahead. Let's get back to this. Uh, Kyle, Amaro, uh, Kyle Murray, I was very impressed with him. He was 17 for 24, 240, and two touchdowns. He did get saved by uh, Isabel having a nice 88-yard catch and run for a touchdown against the 49ers. Obviously, they wound up losing. We thought they would. I just, But since the beginning, I thought Arizona was a really good squad. You know, not in the sense of, like, making the playoffs, but they are not a pushover. They're not a team you can go against and be like, oh, it's a win today, like the Dolphins or, sorry to say, Vince, but the Jets seem to be a oh, win. Good. It would se- seem to be a win. These days. I'm used to it, bro. You ain't got to do that. So you gotta know all my teams stink. So I'm used to it. Right, but Arizona, there's no team that can go into Arizona or uh, to go into Arizona and, and get away with that. So you know what I'm saying, and think you're gonna get away with an easy, easy win. So. I, I, I gotta give you respect for that because uh, you were on them preseason. I thought you were crazy. I used to ask you if you were drinking. You know, <laughs> what was in that daytime. jug of water? <laughs> I used to thought Kevin was a day drinker. I had to check on him. But no, I got to give you respect. You called on, you called out the Cardinals that were going to be a, 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 you know, listen, we know they're not going to make the playoffs this year, but they're they're fighting, they contend, and this team is a lot closer than at least I think they will be in the future. They play in a very very tough division. They obviously have an undefeated team. The Seahawks are doing good, and they have the former NFC champions in their team uh, in their division as well, and they're still fighting. But let's get to this game, Kev. Um, like you said. Kyler Murray had a good game. I was actually texting you throughout the game right before he threw that pass to Andy Isabella. It was a big 88-yard bomb. I'm impressed with this team. Talk about Kenyon Drake, man. First game in. I think I was there like three days, bro. Uh, he you had know a, what I'm saying? He had a really good day, 15 carries, 110 yards, and a touchdown. He also followed that up with four catches for 52 yards. That's exactly what you want from the running back. I can only imagine if it was David how much of a better day it would have been if he got the holes that Kenyon Drake got. But he came in and immediately impacted his team and helped them, and they almost had a chance to win, but they didn't. Came down to Jimmy G, who you started this week. I picked up in another league, but I didn't play him because I had Russell Wilson. But he's now my long-term backup gotcha. uh, in need of. So you you were on him. How you feeling about him in his game after this week? Well, we're going to get to Russ, but I, I heard a good pun for Russ I don't, for this week because he dropped a, almost a 50-burger, but they called him Muscle Wilson. I like that. <laughs> I like that. But Jimmy GQ, uh, man, he had himself a game, uh, four touchdowns, 317 yards, um, four different receivers caught a touchdown, actually three receivers. And a running back. You want to get specific, one of them was George Kittle. But Manuel Sanders, 7 for 112 and a touchdown. Kittle's in bits, 6 for 79 and a touchdown. Dante Pettis. Oh, there's a Dante Pettis sighting. 1 for 21 and a touchdown. And I always forget this dude's first name. Kendrick Bourne, 1 for 7 and a touchdown. Um, he looked good, man. And like you said, they, they we were worried about Jimmy GQ. I, I reached out to a 49ers fan. Actually, he's a listener. Uh, a supporter of the pod. Shout out to Robbie, Coach Rob, out there in at coaching at Mesa College in uh, Southern California, SoCal. Um, 49ers fan, and I reached out to him, and I was like, "Yo, what's up with Jimmy GQ, man?" Before this game, and we were talking about. It. He's like, "Yo, he needs to step it up, but he can." You know, and he reminded me. He was like, "Yo, Bill Belichick drafted this dude." I agree. And you know what? As much as I don't like that dude, Bill, he don't miss a lot. He don't miss a lot on draft picks. They, they, you know, a lot of those guys are homegrown up there in New England. And um, they wanted him to be the uh, 
the predecessor of Touchdown Tommy. But they got an offer that, uh, or you know, as as uh, Vito Colion would say, they got an offer they couldn't refuse. Right. So they uh, they sent them packing, and uh, I I'm I'm strong on Garoppolo the rest of the year. Got a big game coming up on Monday Night Football. We got some good primetime games, Kev, coming up. Yeah. I'm excited, man. We got Thursday. I, even though the two teams aren't like, I, you know, you could say they're fighting for something. They're, they're resurging. Thursday Night Football, we got Chargers and Raiders. Then on Sunday night, we got Cowboys and Vikings. Cowboys are always on primetime. Yeah. Break. And then Monday, San Fran and it's, Seattle. We got, Seattle. We got a good primetime. It's going to be a good one. And but, Go ahead, go ahead. No, no. I, I just want to point out one last Please. thing for this game for me, and it's that's Emmanuel Sanders. Seven catches, one twelve, and they're building chemistry quickly and a touchdown on that. If I was if I was Emmanuel Sanders, where when Jimmy G went out to the store, he'd come back and I'd be building bunk beds in his master bedroom. And I'd be sleeping I'm like I'm sleeping over, bro. Yeah. I need to know Hang how out. you think. I need to know what you do. I'll cook you dinner. I'll take care. I'll, I'll drive you to the store. That's what yeah. that's what Julian Animal did for Tom Brady. And not even like that wasn't even a joke. He would Take Tom's laundry, all of that kind of stuff, and look where he's at now. As far as the relationship, sign me up, dog. Right, right. He, he took care of him. He's like, I don't care. He's like, I didn't care what anybody said about me. He's like, I knew if I was going to last year, I need a relationship with the quarterback. And it looks like Emmanuel Sanders and Garoppolo seem to be on that train, and they seem to be getting a little feel for each other. If they get that, and they have a nice dynamic receiver who still got it, I think they could uh, really go deep into the NFC playoffs. <laughs> My wife just sent me a picture. I gotta put it on the pod. It's funny. My son's at this age now where he he has like little toy cars, right? And he plays with them all day long. And we're finding cars everywhere. <laughs> like, so my wife is up in, obviously in the bathroom. Look like she's about to do her hair for the night. She puts her hair up in whatever kind of apparatus she does, and she opens up the cabinet and there's a car, <laughs> inside toy car, the cabinet. toy car in there. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm sorry. Listen, we do a lot here at the first pick pod, and that's a little funny. I thought it was funny. So, yeah, this game. 49ers are impressing me. It feels like they just let off the brake pedal. Excuse me. They let off the gas pedal a little bit here. Kind of let uh, Cardinals creep back in. Or maybe someone on the 49ers was shaving points. And they let the Cardinals creep back <laughs> in. Not playing. But uh, 49ers looking good. Extra day of rest. Actually, they got extra, extra day of rest. Because they play on Thursday and they play again on Monday. Right. So I'm looking forward to that game. Man. That's a big one. You got anything else on this one? We'll keep it moving. Keep it moving. Eggs and football. Pancakes and football. Coffee and football. So last time we're going to hear but last time you're gonna hear me say that. Right. Until next year. And it was all cold. Imagine was. imagine getting cold. all your breakfast and you had cold pancakes. You had cold like cold coffee where you can still kind of see the cream didn't mix all the way uh, in yet. That's what that game we, was for some Sunday people morning. Like cold coffee. I don't know why. <laughs> They're weird. But my wife likes cold coffee. If I would have known that before. Well, no, 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 not iced coffee, just coffee that's yeah. been sitting in a cup yeah. too long. That's you're, there's a two, right. different two different things. Two different things, yeah. <laughs> well, my wife's weird. She likes cold coffee. It's weird. If I would have knew that before, I wouldn't have married her. <laughs> but this was a this was a cold coffee kind of game. I was excited to watch football in the morning, and uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars were like, "Yo, Vince, we're we're sorry, but you ain't gonna have entertainment this morning." <laughs> and uh, they didn't show up, man. They did they did not show up. Houston wins this game twenty six to three. Houston's now six and three. Jacksonville four and five. I don't know what the total was. I forget. It, it, this stayed under. Um, the interesting thing here was that Jacksonville opened up as a two-point underdog and they closed as a one-point favorite. I had said on our preview pod that this was a great 
teaser situation for me. I was going to open up a teaser with the Jacksonville Jaguars at plus two. I thought that it would move more in my favor. I thought I would see two and a half. So I waited till the last minute. And once I noticed that it flipped around, I lost all value on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Thank you to everyone out there betting the Jacksonville Jaguars because you saved me a wager. I did not like it at what it was at, plus two. And I definitely did not like it at minus one. So I did not open up my teaser and it saved me a wager. Uh, and I'll get to the bookend. If you remember, I told you I was going to bookend my Sunday yes. with a morning and a night bet. And I just made the night bet. And we know how that turned out. <laughs> we'll get to that later. So I also like the over in this game because Houston's defense was banged up, Kev. And they came to play. They played but, really well. But you, but you, you, what was your take on that? You said it was more about... I felt, I thought it was more about Jacksonville than it was about how well Houston played. Jacksonville played poorly. Uh, Gardner Minshew, who has been really good with a touchdown to interception ratio, he came into the this game, he was at 13-2, and two, which is really good, especially for a rookie quarterback, but he gave up two in this game. Still threw for a lot of yards, but he still threw it 47 times, which is not terrible. That's something he's used to, given that he played for Mike Leach at Washington State in college, who runs a running gun offense, and all they want to do is throw it. But he didn't play well enough. The only, uh, really, the only interesting thing out of this game for me is uh, what do they do when Nick Foles come back? What would you do? Would you start Nick Foles over Gardner Minshew? What are you doing? Um, yeah, I would. You know, listen, Gardner is going to be the guy. I think he showed enough, but you know, listen, he, he's still a rookie. This is only what his fifth or sixth game. They played nine games. Excuse me. He didn't. He came in in the first game was when Foles got hurt. Okay, so he played, you could say he played eight and a half games. Hasn't had a bye week yet. They're getting on the bye now. So I think that you have a shot with this team. I did tell you, though, I don't think there's a great team around him. They're not bad, though. They're a 500 team. They're borderline mediocre. There was a little, you know, sideshow going on with their defense. Now they got some good picks. They're going to build on this team, and they're going to be better for the future. But right now, I'm a big proponent of of sit the young boy down. There's only a few guys that come into this league that have something special. And I like to think of Phillip Rivers. Okay, he sat. And he's a good quarterback, regardless of what goes on there now. Your boy, Aaron Rodgers, he sat. You know, there's only a few guys... Listen, I don't like to say it. Touchdown Tommy. He sat. There's only a few guys that come into this league and they got it. You know, and I don't think Gardner Minshew's that guy that has it, but he can develop it because we see flashes of it. I texted a couple of my buddies that morning. He got some good pocket awareness. Very good. He's that, that's how they got most of the big plays. He'll step up yes. and he keeps his eyes down. So let him let him sit down and let the, Nick Foles let him play cuz we're not listen, we, and you you got to tell your locker room that you can win. And I think Nick Foles gives them a better chance of winning today because he ain't going to turn the ball over like that. But I think the future is Gardner Minshew. And we see, we saw flashes of it. That's my take on that. But he was still 13-2, and two, though, as far as his touchdown. So he wasn't making too many. It just happened in this game. And that also is going to come as a rookie because, you know, he's going to be inconsistent. He can't summon it every game, not yet, because he's going to come up with some defenses he's never saw. They're going to start seeing some of his weaknesses and apply to some of those things. But that was really it, man. I don't want to – well, well, I guess Houston on the other side, they ran the football. They, they won the game the with, with Carlos the Hyde. Uh, who had 160 yards from scrimmage? 19 he, attempts, 160. He, he was he was really good in that game, and then um, Deshaun Watson did what Deshaun Watson does, and that's really it. You know, that's really it. Hopkins had a solid game, eight for 48 and a touchdown. But I was just really impressed with this Houston team. I was surprised 
you know, I, I Jacksonville didn't show up. I thought they would win this game in London. You got anything else? Keep All it right. moving. Next game, nobody circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo taking on the Washington Redskins. Buffalo wins this game 24-9. They're now 6-2. Skins 1-8. Spread on this game was Buffalo minus 10, 10.5, give or take what you had out there. They covered the spread. Total was 36.5, 37, give or take. Stayed under. Kev, what do you got? I love the Bills. The one thing I love about the Bills is that they know exactly who they are. They know exactly who they are and what you know and who they're going to be in this game. Whether it's running the ball, whether it's defense, they do it this way. And one of my favorite quotes from from any movie is Denzel Danny Washington. Dimes. My bad. Dog. Oh, oh, he took off for I'll a run there. Off. I just saw him. It's all right. No, go ahead. No, I, I, I ruined your whole thought. There. It's all right. It's all right. But one of my favorite quotes from the Equalizer and Denzel Washington was, "You got to be who you are in this world." And he said it to the young lady who who he was co-starring with in the in the film. So I just absolutely love that one, and I feel like that's what the Bills are an example of. They know who they are and what they're going to be. It's a twenty-four nine game. They played defense. Their running backs touched the ball thirty-one times. We're going to run it. We're going to play good defense, and we're going to give uh, give our quarterback twenty-five. To 20 touches in this game whether it be him running it or throwing it and we're going to try to limit his mistakes and that's what they're doing and they're winning football games and they don't care if it's ugly so that's my only takeaway from this one that I, I just love what they do I love how they do it and I love that they know who they are and they continue to play football that way I respect that man and that's uh I like that line I like that movie too uh, it's, it's, it's such good a good movie. film good movie, man. <laughs> um I think I think I don't think I've ever seen a bad Denzel movie, but we'll save that for another virtuosity. Okay, uh, I stand corrected. Yeah. <laughs> I stand corrected. It's the only one, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody got a bad one. I guess. Everybody even got Denzel. one. That, that'll be my new line. Everybody got a bad one. Even Denzel. That, that looked bad. He got right up though. All right. He got right up. I though. thought he might have had a concussion. Yeah. We're watching Monday Night Foosball here. A little tied at tree apiece here, but. Yeah, I like that about the Bills, man. I, you know, I don't like this team, but you're right. They don't care. They win games. That's one thing I like about, um, what's his name, McDermott, you know, the coach there. You know, they don't care. They just want to win. They don't care about stats. I mean, look, at it. their quarterback only threw the ball 20 times. And we said this, though. We were in our fantasy pod where we were with the – we were with it on the Buffalo backfield. Devin Singletary, 20 attempts, 95 yards. Uh, Frank, Frank Gore, 11 for 15. Not great, but – we used them as a core. <laughs> they had a good day on the ground. Right. That's over 110 yards. They grinded out a win against a bad football team in the Washington Redskins. It didn't look pretty. The Redskins don't look pretty. And you know, just about every game, the Red, and the one thing I can say about the Redskins is they're not pushovers, at least on defense. They make every almost every game they're in is ugly. Like, they make it nasty. The defense mucks up the game and gives them the best chance to win. Obviously, not even against Minnesota. What, it was 19-9 on that Thursday night football. Yeah. They muck up games even against some of the best. And they were even up 20 on the Eagles early on, and they let the Eagles come back. But even so, that's the only thing I really have to say. I got nothing else on these games, man. Yeah, that, we're, we're, we're going to try to, you know, we've been getting some feedback. You guys, we try to, we're trying to shorten it, but we want to give you as much analysis as we can and dive in as much too. But sometimes like this, this is just like uh, that stuff that don't go down the toilet sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got to flush it twice and so we're going to keep it moving. Yes. Next game, the Tennessee Titans taking on the Carolina Panthers. Panthers win this game 30-20. to 20. Panthers now 5-3. and three. Tennessee 4-5. and five. Total on this game was... 42 and a half went way over the total. Not way over, but went over the total. Carolina, 
minus four, minus three and a half, give or take what you got. Before I get into this game, just want to talk to the betters out there. This was a game I waffled on all week, Kev. It's like a seesaw. I liked Carolina. Then I was like, nah, they ain't going to win. Then I liked them again. Then I was like, they ain't going to cover. I went back and forth on Carolina. I finally pulled the trigger and I made the wager. I thought I was going to get a better number. I wound up buying a point because it was at three and a half. So I paid extra juice, three and a half minus 110. I paid an extra 20 cents juice. So for people out there, let's just make it easy. And let's say I bet $100 on this game. Instead of me laying 110, I laid 130 to get that extra point. So I laid minus two and a half and I didn't have a sweat. You know what I mean? Right. Um, And I I just want to tell people out there that this was a game I spoke with somebody else that I respect in the betting world. And uh, he was on the other side. You know what I mean? But I didn't pull me off of my wager. And don't let somebody else, you know, out there misconstrue something for you. But if you respect what they're saying, look into it more. And that's what I did. And the more I looked into this game, the more I started to like Carolina Panthers. I used that also for the game that we discussed on Strictly Bets with Vinny Serio, a.k.a. the Philly Ringer. I told you guys, I like the Packers. I did. Vinny gave me some good insight. It led me to do more homework on the Packers, and I wound up staying away. So that saved me a loss. Now, I didn't take the Chargers. I wasn't confident in them, but I did back off of the, of the Packers. The day. Packers hurt me badly. And one that I, t- I had a, I had a four-team, mm. boy. Yeah. Boy, if they if I hit that one. We're going to get to them. You had some uh, – there's a narrative behind this game that you wanted to discuss. Talk to me. Cam Newton. I just uh, – D'Angelo Williams was on first take this morning, and he was talking about just the use of Kyle Allen and the use of Cam Newton. And he was saying if they do what they are doing right now with Kyle Allen, with Cam Newton, they wouldn't be in a position that they're in right now. They thought that they uh, – D'Angelo Williams, a uh, uh, former uh, – Carolina Panther, a really, really good, explosive, fast running back for them. Played with them in the Super Bowl. Was a great college player. Um, what college did he go to? I was just about to ask you. Do you know? I I do. I'm, let me know when you're ready, dog. I got it right here. It's not Memphis, is it? It is Memphis. Oh, oh all right. Man. All right. I got that one. Now, right. Memphis played a real good game on, on Saturday night against SMU. That was way. actually a good one. When Joey was here, he was sitting here. We were. He was looking at it on I, his I was phone. texting everybody. It was like there was seven minutes left in the fourth quarter, and they scored 90 total <laughs> points. Yep. That was an over-rover. <laughs> The total in that game was 70 deuce, by the way, too. I know. See, I know this is off the dome, Kev. It's right. burned into my brain here. <laughs> Go ahead, though. It's all right, but and I, I disagree with D'Angelo Williams because he doesn't think that they should do all the extra stuff with Cam Newton. I can only imagine the offense that all of you watched last night with the Ravens versus the New England Patriots. Imagine that offense ran with Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey. Mm. Like... Mm. I I don't know what would defensive coordinators do. They're having a hard enough time with Lamar doing it. Now, Lamar and Cam are very different. Cam's bigger. Lamar is a better athlete, quicker, all these other things. But even so, I think they would even themselves out. Cam is a wonderful, wonderful runner with the football in his hands. He showed that in Auburn and uh, all through his career so far. So what are your thoughts on that? I'm taking Cam Newton, and I I would play Cam Newton football. I would do what he does best, which is a mixture of throwing and running the ball with with him and McCaffrey together. I like, you know, first I want to say something that I like the fact that D'Angelo's standing up for Cam. Not that he needs to. All, they're all grown men, but that's what you do for a teammate, you know, unless you ain't like the guy. You right. know, I think back to high school and there was a time I played basketball with a player and I stood up for him too. It was crazy. Um, I'm going to go off topic here, but I think it's important because it's going to lead to what we're talking about here. 
There was a time we went in a huddle. Wow, that was a catch. That was Darius Slayton, by the way. I think it was Darius Slayton. No, it was Golden. That was Golden Tate? Oh, yeah. Right. He does wear 15. That was a catch, by the way. You see that? Uh, a beautiful one-handed catch. Speaking of Golden Tate, now I'm going off topic two times here. <laughs> I'm playing right now, bro. I'm a, I know I'm going to take an L. This is my worst league that I'm doing right now. I'm looking at a 2-7 two and, two and seven fantasy football season. I hope he didn't catch it. My goodness. That's a wow. catch. Wow, oh, that's a catch. Yeah. So, listen to this. I'm up 112 to 104. Right? I got nobody left. This dude, this dude's got Golden Tate and Michael Gallup. I need a prayer. Oh, Wait, there's no way. He's that, getting that. Is that your Bible right there? Can I have that? Yeah, it's, well, yes, yeah, it's I'm one of them. I need that. Yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, we were in uh, we were in the huddle. Okay? We're called play for this basketball. The assistant coach pulled the guards aside, and he told us not to pass the ball to one of my teammates. And I was like, I was astonished by that. I'm talking about high school here, bro. Right. Kids. So don't give it to him unless he's here, unless he's in the post. And I'm like, what? Like, that's my teammate. You know what I mean? And guess what happened, Kev? I went out on the court. I gave him the ball because he's the one of the best players on the court. I didn't care what the coach did. You know what happened? They took me out the game. I didn't play the rest of the game. But guess what? I don't care because right. that guy was one of the best players on our team, and he deserved the ball. I didn't care about the coach. You know what I mean? Whatever. I don't play no more. Don't matter. I'm a team player. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And I like that about D'Angelo Williams because he said – he went to bat for Cam and Nick because pe- people right now are saying, I'm not saying I was one of them. I was saying if it's working, if it's, you know, the saying, if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Kyle Allen is not leading this team to victories. The defense and Christian Gary McCaffrey. Sanders, okay, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey's over there leading this team to victory. Kyle Allen's doing a serviceable job. And what his point was that he was saying – that you guys are asking Cam Newton, they were asking Cam Newton to do 100 things while they're asking Kyle Allen to just go out there and manage the game. But if they asked Cam to do that, it would be the same thing. But Or meet it halfway. Yes, thank yeah, you. Meet him halfway. Let him be Cam Newton, but also don't have him do everything. When's the last time he had a receiver in Carolina until mm-hmm. this year? Mm-hmm. He had Steve Smith for it, but then Steve Smith got long in the tooth. You know what I'm saying? So he, he wasn't the same guy anymore who could do all who could do all of those things for you. But... um. You know, I, I don't know. I just I just say you. I hope whenever he comes back, if he does, because now he saw a foot specialist. I just traded for him in a, in a league. I, I don't I have Lamar Jackson, so it wasn't like a need. Listener league. He'll, right, in a listener league. So I don't, you know, we'll see what happens with him. I just hope he gets, I just hope he comes back and shows people what he is again. Because I, despite the hair nets and all the stuff after the game and clothes, I like the guy and I think he's a really good football player. I like I like everything about the dude except for his attire. Right, because he does wonderful you. things. Yeah. Like, he great looks like things Medea in the community. The yeah. <laughs> so, but let's get to the game, Kevin. We, we could do this all night because we love this kind of stuff. But I don't, listen, I don't believe in Tennessee Titans. I didn't believe in them. Who is that? Vladimir. Okay, cool. As long as it wasn't, as long as it wasn't gold tape. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with you on so, that. So, I wouldn't believe in the Tennessee Titans. They're beating up on the bad teams. They're, we've been saying it almost every week. They are Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. This was, you know, Dr. Jekyll. They didn't show up. They played a real defense. And I was all over it, so to say. Tannehill was still pretty good, though. He was okay. He was 27 for 39, 331. The two picks is obviously the problem. You don't want to have turnovers, but I still think he played pretty well shouldering that kind of low, given what everybody thought of him as a quarterback back in the day. You know, the short, you know, the quarterback can't really throw a lot. So I thought he played decently, but he can't have the turnovers and win games. DJ Moore, seven receptions for a buck. Then you got, I mean, this guy's ridiculous, bro. 
I hope he wins the MVP. I really do. 24 attempts, 146 rushing yards, two touchdowns. He also had three receptions for 20 yards and a touchdown. Like, this is crazy, bro. He's scoring, like, all their stuff. The only other person that scored for them was uh, Curtis Samuel. Right. The, yo, Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore, they're looking really good, man. They are. They're not, they like, they're, they're kind of, like, flying under the radar. And I think if Cam was there, they would be, like, a power combo. I mean, they're not, like, big household names, but they're people that I think those two guys are guys you want to keep on your radar moving forward. Serviceable and young. Yeah. You yeah. can't beat that. 100%. Um, Tennessee. What Derrick Henry, 13 for 63 in a touchdown. He got going late. He's a hard guy to bring down, man. I watched some of that game. Like I said, I was invested in Carolina. Uh, there was a little scare there. It looked like um, Tennessee was going to creep back into this game. But there's not much else there. I think Carolina is a wild card contender. If Cam comes back, they're definitely stronger. Tennessee, I think, is not a wild I think they are a... Seven and nine team waiting to happen. They're going to ruin somebody's dreams, though. Yep. They're going to get a win when you're they're not supposed to, <laughs> and they're going to lose when they're not supposed to. So um, I think that's what ten, that's the story of Tennessee, in my opinion. There, Mike Vrabel coming into this game was eight and five straight up uh, as an underdog, so he now moves to eight and six straight up as an underdog. Still above five hundred, but just something you guys want to keep in your in your uh, in your database. There, you got anything <laughs> else for this one, Kev? Before we keep it moving, keep it moving, man. Next game, the Minnesota Minnesota Vikings taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs win this game 26-23. Vikings 6-3. Chiefs 6-3. Total in this game was 45.5, 46, give or take. I know because I took, uh, I had to over over here, Kev. I had to sweat it out. And the uh, closing line was Minnesota minus 5.5. This line was was crazy because it, it it was up and then it was down because we didn't know about Mahomes. This was a game I really didn't want a part of the side, but I went, like I told you, when Minnesota opened up at a minus two and a half favorite, I took a small bet on them, so I did lose that. However, I went a little huskier on the over, so I recouped some of my losses with that small wager on Minnesota. I wanted to point out, and this isn't really like, you know, to pat myself on the back, but just about finding the best number. I've spoke about this plenty of times. Granted, either one would have cashed. With that gas station off the highway sports book, we spoke about them before. In this state, you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm not promoting them. They ain't giving me and Kev no money. So I ain't going to say their name. But they're a very popular sports book. The one thing I do like about them, and I, 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 I do respect it about them, it's a good way for them to make a little money, and it's a good way for you sometimes to save a little money. Um, I made a bet at 46 and a half on the over. Right before game time, it's like one, excuse me, it's like 12.56. I noticed it dropped a full point, which got me a little worried because that means there's money coming in on the under. But it went down to 45 and a half. But what, what they do is, I don't know if you noticed this, Kevin, it gives you an option to cash out of your wager. Yes. So what I did is I cashed out of my wager and I lost like $4 and change, right? But it was worth it because I took it at 45 and a half to the over. And at one point in time, this game was tied at 23 apiece. So imagine if I had that 46 and a half. I'm losing by the hook. Right. Now, we do know the outcome. Obviously, it went over anyway. But could you imagine if the game ended in a tie? Right. And that's what's getting the best number about. I lost $4. So what? My wager was bigger than $4. Right. I won that bet once they tied the game up. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
Granted, I wanted Minnesota to win so I could hit all my bets. Uh, that didn't really happen. But like I said, because I was afraid of this line and I didn't want to go heavy on Minnesota because I didn't know if Mahomes was playing, I went real light early. Had I found out that Mahomes would have came back and played, then I still would have lost my bet anyway. You know what I mean? Right. But enough of that, Kev. Let's dive into this game. What do you got from it? It was really good. It all it really what it came down to was big plays for Kansas City. They were able to make big plays, especially the Damian Williams run for 91 yards with the beautiful catch, and then Tyreek Hill showing off his speed, running 22 miles an hour to catch up to make that sure was awesome. nobody came up behind him. Uh, that, that's really what it came down to. And then the one big play, which uh, Tyreek Hill has really good hands. He is not just fast. The dude could just make plays. And it was a really good throw by Matt Moore in a 40-yard touchdown that he had early in the game. And I actually had these guys plus three. So I had them match. Actually, I put them together with Baltimore. So it nice. worked, uh, worked out to be a nice afternoon for these guys. Oh, fumble. Randall Cobb getting popped. Wow. Let's go. It was a really good game. You know what else was surprising? The rushing for Vikings. And you know why? I've been saying his name all the time. You know a guy who played for Kansas City last night? Chris Jones. Because Jones was there, yeah. He made the total difference in everything. The run defense, think about it. Dalvin Cook has been getting loose every every week, everywhere. Doesn't matter where he's at. Aaron Jones puts up, puts up 220 on his Chiefs defense last week from the scrimmage, 20 touches. And then Dalvin Cook comes into this game, only has 21 for 71. And then he has uh, four catches for 45 yards. But he couldn't really get loose. 3.4, that's because of Chris Jones. They play really well. They deserve to win. And you know what? Like you called it a uh, two, three weeks ago before you guys played them before the Chiefs. Excuse me. You called it like two weeks ago before the Chiefs played the Packers, and you said that Andy Reid could work with anybody. He's a, one of the best game planning coaches out there. He's a schematic genius, and I, I love Andy Reid. He's probably one of my favorite coaches in football right now, and um, I root for him, uh, even though he's in the AFC. Uh, I don't really have a football team right now, so I root for him. <laughs> so, um. You called that he would, you know, I think we did speak about it, that they would win a game with Matt Moore. And the thing I liked, I didn't like it because I had him in fantasy, but they figured out a way to shut down Stephon Diggs. He had one catch for four yards in this game. And I was like, when I was watching this game, I was like, what happened to Diggs? Did he get hurt? You know, I'm like looking, I'm like, where is he at? <laughs> Laquan Treadwell. Like, why is he getting these passes? You know what I mean? And um, Adam Thielen left the game with the hamstring. That's a problem, man. Them hamstring injuries, they linger. I said it before. Anytime somebody has a hamstring injury, I want nothing to do with them. I've seen it. They are, they, it sounds crazy. They are career enders, too. They could be. You know what I mean? I'm not saying Adam Thielen's done for his career. I'm saying if he continues to do what he does, that's where it becomes a career thing. That, that's, that's what ended Eric Decker's career. I know that because you need rest. You need to rest. That's the only way you get. You can't. You can't repair the hamstring. You can't have surgery. You can't do nothing. You just need to sit on the couch. And he tried to give it a go, and now he reaggravated it. And now he's going to sit down for. I would say two, three weeks. We're not going to see Adam Thielen. And even when he comes back, he's not going to be 100 percent healthy. And that's big for this team because you see what happens if they shut down Diggs. Who else is going to catch the ball? Laquan Treble. I mean, they had guys catching the ball. I haven't seen all year. C.J. Ham. I know the guys. Amir Adula. Kyle Rudolph came alive again, right. and it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough for this team. Uh, Chiefs played great. Uh, obviously, Damian Williams, 12 for 125. He had that big run. Tyreek Hill balled out, 6 for 140 in a touchdown. Sammy Watkins had a decent game, 7 for 63. Kelsey, 7 for 62. It was an all-around team effort for Kansas City, um, and a good team win. 
I agree, man. I really don't have anything else to add to it. Uh, only thing I will say, though, I, I've been telling you guys, re- with receivers, if a team chooses to take a guy out of the game, they will. But they have to be strong enough somewhere else to do that. So Andy Reid must have believed if we bracket him and we double him. And there's sometimes where they will clearly, like uh, Bill Belichick has done it one time, where he's put two receivers directly in front of it. I don't know if you guys ever watch a punt and you have your you have your gunner who runs down and they put two guys directly in front of him and their job is only to stop him. I've seen people do that just to stop a receiver. So and that's what they did to him here and they didn't have enough guys to kind of come through and make up on the other side. Treadwell did his best, but it's not as good as having Adam Thielen over there, but that's all I got. Keep it moving. Um I got one more thing oh, I want to No, it's cool, cool. I'm, one more thing I want to close out. I want to shout out our, our boy again, Vinny Serio, aka Philly Ringer. He pointed me to uh it's actually a guy I already follow, but um I want to give credit where credit's due. There's a guy out there, um if you've heard his name before, his name's Warren Sharp. Uh, he's a very good football mind uh, uh analyzer, bad sports better, whatever you want to call it. This guy used to have a podcast called The Sharp Analysis. Um, I used to hate it because it was ve- it was recorded so low. Uh, like, you could never hear it. I had to put the volume on blast. But he doesn't have the podcast anymore. Very disappointed. Whatever. He put out a tweet. Uh, I follow him, and I got to give respects where it's due. It's, I think it's called, I think his uh, Twitter handle is Sharp Football or Warren Sharp Football. Either way, you guys search him. He's very good at what he does. Check this out Minnesota Vikings are still winless. In 14 games outdoor on the road versus a team with a winning record since 2014. Wow. So for the last five years, the Minnesota Vikings have not beat a winning team outdoor in five years. They are 0-13-1 and lose by an average of 10 points per game. They are also 0-13-1 against the spread in these games. Warren Sharp, I appreciate that, but I wish you would have told me before the game. Right. <laughs> but now I know. And right. now you guys know. Get your pens out. Rewind this. You hit the little 15-second rewind, and I'll and you could hear me say it again. That is something you want to put into your notebooks, your database, whatever you do. It's not Vinny Trends. That's Warren Sharp Trends. And shout out to Vinny Serial, a.k.a. Philly Ringer. You pointed that out to me. I'm going to give it to the listeners. So thank you, Warren Sharp. Thank you, Philly Ringer. That's all I got for this one. Anything else, Kev? Keep it moving. This one's going to be quick because we're going to rip it off like a Band-Aid. I don't want to talk about it, Kev. You ain't going to get me to talk about it. New York Jets taking on the Miami Dolphins. This was the doo-doo bowl. Jets, 1-7. Dolphins, 1-7. Dolphins win this game 26-18. to Jets were minus 3. Dolphins win outright as an underdog. Total was 42.5. Game stays under. Kev, what do you got? Adam Gase is terrible, man. Yep. I don't know what else to say. Uh, they have more talent than the Miami Dolphins do, uh, but the Dolphins are a good team. I've been telling y'all since the beginning. Uh, the Dolphins are, I won't say a good team. I'm about not to say, yeah, Bob, we'll take it easy with that one. They, I give, they give great effort. They... They do the things that's necessary. They, they, you know what I'm saying? They're, they they lack the talent, but they have good coaching. I think they have a very good coaching staff, and they've been in some of these games within the first half, and they were able to stay in this one. The Jets at least let Le'Veon touch the ball 17 times out of the backfield for 66 yards, and he also had eight catches, which is much better. It's a decent day for him, but he still didn't reach the end zone. Crowder had a decent day, 8 for 33. They just lost the game, and then Preston Williams had the biggest game of his career so 
far in his young career, five for seventy-two and two touchdowns. But now he's out for the year, which sucks for him. What Come, did he? Do? What did he get hurt with? You know? Um, I don't necessarily know. But hold yeah. on, I just I just clicked on his name. Maybe that'll that'll pop up real fast. Let's go, Ingram. I need that. Get in there. Well, while you're while you're looking that up, I, I guess I could rag on the Jets. I, I don't want to make this a, a Jets podcast because I could go on and on about how disappointed I am as a as a Jet fan, but. I'm numb to it, man. I really am. I, I'm so used to disappointment. Oh, boy. It goes to Black Cat. Game's over. Game's over. Black Cat just ran on the field. <laughs> Everybody losing all their bets. There it is. That's it. The Black Cat's on the field. He's crossing the 10. Oh, he stopped at the 10-yard line. He's doing a little do do Get in the end zone, bro. The cat is stopping on the 10-yard line. I always wonder, how does this cat get in? Oh, he looks like he got rabies. No, he does not. Yeah, he does. Look, <laughs> no, he he's doesn't. drooling. Get in the end zone, cat. What are you waiting for? Oh my gosh! If y'all if y'all are listening to this, remember, look at he stopped on the one yard line. There's a black cat in the middle of go. MetLife Stadium. Oh, as we speak. Oh, touchdown! Just chase him out. He'll all run. Right. Enough of that. But um, yeah, the Jets are a bad shape, man, and I think it's all because of the coach. I think they have the talented players, but the coach is terrible. I'm not crazy about Sam Darnold. He looked really bad this game, and the Dolphins are going to be a feisty team with Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know why, Kev? Because that guy does not care. You know, he's like a murderer in prison facing 300 years. Right. What could you do to that dude? He, I'm, I'm, I'm serving 300 to life, bro. You can't right. scare me. That's Ryan Fitzpatrick. That, that's what he is. So he doesn't care about interceptions. He doesn't care about anything but his beard <laughs> and touchdowns. <laughs> so um, he said it. I don't know if you heard him. He said, like, I'm the perfect man for this team because. I know, don't care. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> so. Um, but go ahead, say what you wanted to say. Preston Williams. Oh, Preston Williams had a great day. It just sucks that he got hurt. Um, Did you find out what it was? Hold on, it didn't pop up. Well, while you're talking, <laughs> while you're looking, my bad. Um, there is some bright spots to this Miami Dolphins team. If you want to add Devontae Parker, he looks like a guy that works well with Fitz. Mark Walton. He was a guy that we told you guys to add on your waiver wires. There's gonna be no more. Four-game suspension for Mark Walton, substance abuse, insert Kalen Balage. He's on my um, bench. So uh, he's going to be the best guy there because he's the only guy there. So he's going to be a guy we, we'll be talking about on our Wave of Wire ad show. Um, Kev, uh, if you got anybody in your fantasy And Preston team, Williams towards ACL. Ah, that's... That sucks. Definitely sucks. Yeah, so. But that's all I got, man. We can move we, I mean, on listen, there's not much to talk about here, listeners. It's a bad game. Two crap teams. You guys don't want to hear it. Neither do we. So, <laughs> See I especially don't want to talk about it anymore. I agree. Keep it moving. Next game. The Bears taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles win this game 22-14. to Eagles now 5-4. and four. Bears, tree and 5 Eagles minus four and a half. They cover the spread. Total 41 and a half. It did not get there. Stayed under the total there. Kev, what do you got? The Bears had like nine yards halfway through. That was bad. The second quarter. You know what? I just got to say there's the, my the, my Jets are terrible, but there's a lot of bad teams in the NFL. You could say my Jets are the worst. I don't care. There's a lot of bad teams out there. I don't, the Bears aren't a bad team. I they're it, a bad team. I don't think they're. I well, don't. You could, they have a quarterback who has no confidence. Okay. And that's a, what. That, that's what it's. Uh, that's and the they problem. Have a coach right that now. wears a visor at nighttime. Right. 
<laughs> I, I, it's less. It's not as much about the coach as it is about Mitch Trubisky having no. Yes, he's a bum and he's playing like a bum right now. But he's only playing like that because he has no confidence. I believe in him more than he did. I, I, I thought I had a reason to be scared of Mitch Trubisky for the rest of the seasons that we have here with him uh, 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 being a Bears quarterback. But it looks like he's on his on his way out if he doesn't get that back. He just needs one or two plays to get back on it, and I don't think he's going to be great. I just think he's serviceable enough to get this team to have a chance to get the wild card spot in the NFC. Kev, they beat the Redskins and the Broncos by two. They beat the Broncos by two. And that was a missed field goal. The only win I give them credit for is beating the Vikings. They shut the Vikings down that game. They got three wins. One of them's against a one-win team. The other one's the Broncos. And they beat the Vikings. I get them. I get them that one. But you think about it, bro. There's only what four or five good teams in the league, and there's what there's like three or four bad teams. Everybody else is the same. Yeah. Like I got at you. the end of the day, like you know how many bad or good teams are. I don't even know if the good teams are good yet. The Patriots just got beat yesterday. You know, we th- we thought they were something. Well, you know what? I didn't think about, they were. I'm so, about to say, I, I mean, well, they we, were, they we were recorded now, so I can say I could go back and say I didn't think that. I, oh, I, yeah. I, I knew they were going to get grounded and pounded yesterday, and I made well, it clear we both last did. We week. We said that. We, we said did. we were going to pound the rock. But. So, but even so, uh, like, are the teams that are good or good? I don't know. But either way. They didn't play well yesterday. The Eagles took advantage of that. Uh, Carson Wentz was pretty good, 26 for 39, 239 yards and a touchdown. The run game they got going, they, they, their running backs touched the ball 29 times from the backfield. Howard went for 82, Sanders for 42, uh, and Zach Ertz showed some life again. He did. He, he came back. Good. He gave me some good life. I put up like 180-some points in one of my leagues. So. I was playing against him. I was like, before the game, I'm like, oh, Ertz ain't been doing nothing lately. And I'm like, go figure, here he comes against me. <laughs> I still, I'm still holding it down, but I'm, you know, I ain't out the woods yet. But that's it, man. That's really like uh, the the Eagles won. They were supposed to win. I guess the really story, the the big storyline question for this for this game is, well, what do they do at receiver now with Deshaun Jackson being out for another four to six weeks when he shouldn't have come back? He should have just stayed out and continued to try to get healthy. And what, Alshon Jeffrey got hurt too, uh, right? So now what do they do? They they got bums on the outside. I'm so happy I, I didn't stick with Carson Wentz because I I thought about trading Lamar, uh, having a big Lamar Jackson trade in another league, and I didn't do it. I have. Um, I actually have Carson Wentz and Alshon Jeffrey. I'm not saying um, I'm giving up. I don't give up. I, I don't. I don't do that in fantasy football. But I am two and six, and I'm about to stare at a two and seven season. So I'm not like I'm not crushed that it happened. Now, I'd like it'd be worse if I was seven and two or something like that. And I right, had and you were dependent on Wentz as your yes. quarterback. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm cool with what I got, and I'm gonna make some moves anyway because I'm just playing spoiler the rest of the way. The Eagles are scrappy though, man. The, the defense is starting to come together. You know, granted they played a poop offense here. They're running the rock the right way, and they're finding ways to win. You know, Ertz has got to step up now, and I think this is a good spot for for Goddard. I know a lot of people that already have Goddard on their team. The tight end landscape we talk about all the time in fantasy is very thin. This is a spot where I think Goddard can excel moving forward because now who are you throwing the rock to? You got Miles Sanders. Oh, oh I like and that. I, and I, mean, I picked him up in yeah. a in a trade in the uh, in the WGA league. So I may he may be uh, uh, as I like a, him, a, yeah. a candidate for a flex spot for me on my Absolutely. team. Absolutely, him, Ertz, and Goddard. And now I think I mean he hasn't been doing good as of late, but Nelson Aguilar can emerge. You know, he's as gonna a, have to yes. be. He got no choice. I look for the Eagles to sign somebody off the street, probably in a familiar face. I was already reading Jordan Matthews. He's been there a couple times. I'm just saying, there's a guy out there 
He's a really good wide receiver. Antonio Brown. Exactly. Yep. He comes with a lot of luggage and a clown suit from what they say. I don't believe in all that stuff. I don't see how you don't pick him up here, Kev. You're four and three. We're watching your divisional uh, opponent lose right now. You can literally take over the first place of the NFC East, and you're one player away from doing that. What's up? Why not? Br- I just don't. Why not bring? Like this is the perfect fit. Am I right? I can't argue with you at all. You're in a tough situation. You don't want to lose this season. You bring him in. Why not? I mean, is there any other receivers that are sitting on the couch right now that that could help the Eagles win? And I don't think it's Jordan Matthews. Terrell Owens? He still I love he, he feels like he can come back and play. I love, I love me some me. I, I hope he plays in the XFL. I, oh, I, I want to awesome. see him play. I, there was rumors that it might happen. But in all honesty, Antonio Brown is it. And it would be a good move for them as long as he can keep quiet and, and keep the clown suit in the closet. Anything else on this one? That's it. Next game. The Indianapolis Colts taking on the Pittsburgh Stellars. That's what they call them out there in Pittsburgh, the Stellars. <laughs> Colts. Steelers win this game 26-24. to Colts now 5-3. and Pittsburgh 4-4. Four and four. Is that Blake Jarwin? Yep. There we go. All right. That plus three. Coming you still, you're still looking good. Um, Kev, you got Kev. Tell me what you got. Uh, uh, three and a half on the first half. Three, well, Giants, plus three and a half. Three Giants and a half first, half. first half. You go for two here, or you go? No, nah, you just kick the field goal. No, right? no, yeah. it's the first half. Why would you go for? No, it? I'm just, I'm just throwing out. If something. I'm right, if I'm thinking like them, no, you just take the field yeah. goal. You go in the half down. Nice so, throw and catch. The storyline with this game. Uh, well, let's get spread was uh, Colt. This one too jumped around. It wound up closing. Colts minus one. Colts were the underdog. Then they closed as the favorite. The total in this game was 40 and went over the total. Two storylines I want to talk about, Kev. Jacoby Brissett getting hurt. We know that. It looks like it's an MCL sprain. He's going to be week to week. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we want to interrupt this episode uh, with a brief disclaimer, letting everyone know that we had some technical issues. So we wanted to get this out. Moving forward, this will be unedited. Uh, no, it's no. Sorry, we couldn't get it edited in time, but we might wanted to make sure we got it out. It's a recap, so nobody's gonna want to listen to a recap, you know, all, on Thursday or Friday. So we hope you guys listen. We apologize. We're gonna get better. Hope you enjoy. Uh, back to episode twenty-five, week ten recap. I do think Brian Hoyer is a viable backup. He I made mean, it clear he is. Yeah. 17 for 26, three touchdowns, one pick. He came in. He was ready to he play. He had a fumble too, though. Yeah, he so, did. He did. But uh, he, he no, came I'm, in I'm cold. Just, hey, I'm just, yeah, no, I got you. Um, and then the other storyline here, and I know we don't talk about it much, and people out there be like, come on, man. Adam Venateri. I think it's time for this dude to hang it up. I said that if he was, if he was any other kicker, though, Kev, and it wasn't Adam Venateri, do you think he would have got his walking papers today? Yes. Think about it. Yeah, right? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I think he deserves a little bit more because it is Adam Venetieri. I agree. But it's got to be the point is they got to like talk to him and be like, yo, bro, like you're, you're, that's two games already that he cost him a win. Two games that he cost him a win. I agree. So the laces were in. Is that uh, Finkel and Ihorn? Uh... <laughs> that was a bad, that was a bad uh, hold. I, yes. I don't know if it was Hoyer that was doing the hold or the punter. I don't know. But regardless, that thing was 40 yards wide left. It was bad. You know what I mean? So even if it was just the hold or whatever. But 
I don't think this Steelers team is good. They barely beat. I know they beat the Dolphins by 13, but they were down. Um, I just I love Tomlin. I think he's great at getting his the troops rallied. Jalen Samuels looked real good because James Conner didn't play. Um, I hate their offense. I hate it. The offensive coordinator. I well, you know what? I hate it, but I love it because what they do, they do it purposely. There's a reason why. Samuels has 13 catches. It it is part of their offense is made to just check down, check down, check down, and that lets Mason me know. Sucks. Right, they can't get the ball down the field. He's like, if we're gonna win, we're gonna win with defense and checking down. This is how I we're gonna get it better done. with Devlin Hodges in there. That I, sounds crazy. I, I agree with you. I that's how you're you. gonna play. Then let him be. Let that dude be the scat back, and let him do all kinds of nut stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's you know whatever. That's my opinion. You can line him up, Devlin Hodges back there. With Jalen Samuels on one side, and I would say Connor on the other, you know, but now it might be the kid Trey Edmonds. Line both them dudes up on the other side, and you can run option. Right. You, this way, because it's crazy, man. I'm glad, bro. I'm, I got I picked up Jalen Samuels in one league to start him. That's the league I'm doing terrible in anyway, though. I'm just fighting for pride there. But I'm glad I don't have no Pittsburgh Steelers um, in fantasy, on offense at least. Their defense has been playing a lot better lately. I give them credit there. But – this is even Juju looks. It's not him. It's the offense. Like you said, I, you hit the nail on the head, bro. You hit the nail on the head. Um, Trey Edmonds, young boy, looked good. Twelve for seventy three. This was a kid that was a tight end in Maryland. He's a big boy too. Six two, two twenty three. Uh, what else is there, Kev, to talk about? We're putting nothing. Jalen Samuels had a good game though. He did. Thirteen catches, seventy three yards, eight on the ground for ten rushing, and then go to Indianapolis. We said Hoyer looked good. Marlon Mack, 21 attempts, 89 yards. But the one thing I like about this Colts team, bro, a lot of receivers. Zach Pascal, Paris Campbell. I was impressed with Campbell. Jack Doyle, Chester Rogers, um, Ebron, Moali Cox. Everybody's getting involved. They're doing it without arguably their, their, their best player, T.Y. Hilton, I know they lost by one, but let's be real here. You know, they're playing with a third-string quarterback who's old as dirt, and their kicker's missing kicks. Right. The Colts have not won a game by more than, I think it was like three points. I read something out there like that. So they're not blowing teams away, but I think this is a good football team. Me and Kev slurp on them all the time. We've been on this team for a while. They're not that far off, but they they can't have these kind of injuries. I agree, man. Uh, I I don't even know what else to say about this one. That's it. I'm good to go. Cool. Next game. Detroit Lions taking on the Oakland Raiders. This was a good game, Kev. Total on this game was 50-burger, 51, whatever. I told you guys on our Strictly Bets podcast episode, excuse me, I love the over-over in this one. Had to sweat a little bit there in the third quarter, but it finally got there. These two quarterbacks were slanging it. Um, Oakland was minus two and a half. They covered the spread. They're now four and four. Detroit, three, four, and one. Kev, what do you got? It was a really good game. It was a fun game to watch. It was. It was very fun to watch. With J.D. McKissick coming through for me, I needed yes. that little touch. It gave me a little glimmer of hope, even though it turned out I had no hope. But um, uh, it, it was a good game. What do you think about, oh, don't. Is it Dallas Cowboys just intercepted the ball 
and uh, they got about 25 seconds. They're on the 40-yard line. It's going to be, if it goes down, I'm not even going to say how, it. How do they know this? They That's crazy. What do they know? What, how do they it's know sick. what I don't know? It's but, sick. But even so, are you nervous about Darren Waller? You, you know, you know, and you his know, production in the last no, few weeks. You know what it is, Kev. This is what it is. Remember, I, I, we, I said it on the pod two weeks ago or a week ago. We do so many, I forget, y'all. But what I said is, we got Tyrell Williams coming back now. Don't be worried, Darren Waller owners. Okay, if you're a fantasy football Darren Waller owner, the last six weeks, the only person on the offensive side that anybody needed to worry about for the Oakland Raiders was. Darren Waller. So the last two weeks, you know what teams did said? The last two weeks, do you know what the team said? They said, we're going to stop Waller. Let Hunter Renfro beat us. Let Marcel Aitman beat us. Let all these other guys beat us. But we ain't letting this guy do it. And that's what they did the last two weeks. But guess what? Now Tyrell Williams is back. They're going to find out real soon because the last two weeks, Hunter Renfro has been coming through. They're going to find out those two dudes are for real too. So don't worry about Darren Waller, bro. I see it. I, I saw that too. It's the first thing I said to myself. And then I said, let me evaluate what's going on here. And now this Oakland team isn't as far off as we thought. Okay. They got a decent receiver core. They're getting healthy. The running back's looking good. They got a lot of picks coming in soon. This team's going to compete a lot sooner than we think. They're going to be in a new home. I like this Oakland Raiders team for the future. But don't worry about Darren Waller, bro. That was two games they adjusted. He only had two targets, and he caught both of them. Right. It's because they took him out of the game. Right. They were like, we don't, we don't want you to make plays, so we're going to make it very clear that your quarterback is going to have to go somewhere else. It's and, something we always talk he about. he did. He went to a lot of other people. Um, what do you got there for the stat line for, for Derek Carr? Because I'm just – my thing just froze no problem. Twenty for thirty-one, two hundred eighty-nine yards and two touchdowns. So he was pretty good. One sixteen quarterback rating. Josh Jacobs had a wonderful day. Twenty-eight carries for one twenty, two touchdowns, four yards per carry, and he spread it around to all kinds of receivers. Nobody who particularly stood out. And then with the Lions, Matt Stafford went for four hundred and three touchdowns. Four hundo burger. He's really good at throw. He could throw the ball just about anywhere, any place, any time. And then Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, both. Jesus. Yeah, both. Uh, Jones won. 126 Galladay 132 both with a touchdown it was a really good offensive game and then Detroit had a chance on the one yard line at the last second it was a really bad de- uh, defensive pass interference on Oakland but it wasn't called game's over should have yeah. won yeah this was a fun game to watch I think if you guys literally follow us and they listen to things that we say I called this out man I was in love with this game being on at four o'clock man right. I was all I, I had this game uh, focused on especially because I had the over over but I was really intrigued by this game I knew there was gonna be no kind of defense and sometimes you know sometimes defensive battles are fun sometimes a lot of points are fun too and I liked seeing Carr and Stafford slinging it all over the place there I also like cashing that that over <laughs> ticket too you know what I mean of course. you got anything else with this one Kev keep it moving well I, one more thing I want to give you a little props because you just snagged Marvin Jones Jr. and you got him on a good week. Uh, yeah. And we had him as a witted on our fantasy pod and he balled out there. So we got we to gotta pat ourselves on the back for that one. <laughs> Next game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks win this game 40-34. to 34. Seahawks move to 7-2. and two. Bucks are 2-6. and six. Total on this game was 51, went way over the total. Seattle, minus 4.5. It closed at 4.5. It opened at 6.5. If you got in on the Bucks early, 
at plus six and a half. That was a great bet. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a couple people that that was telling me about it, but I was hesitant. And by the time I liked the Bucks, the value was gone because that number closed at four, four and a half, give or take. Kev, what you got from this game? It was really fun. Russell Wilson is really good. Excuse me, Muscle Wilson. <laughs> Muscle Wilson. <laughs> and you know who else was good? Jameis. He was good. He was really good, man. No turnovers. Twenty nine for forty four, three for three thirty five, and two touchdowns. No turnovers. Ronald Jones was also pretty good for this team. Well, as good as a running back can get for Tampa Bay. Yeah. He had eighteen catches for sixty seven, only three point seven per carry, and he had a touchdown. And he also threw in two catches for fifteen yards. So honestly, I was pretty impressed with with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, they better spend every single draft pick and every single oh. dollar. Oh, I thought you hooked it. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> we're watching the. the field goal right before halftime that thing looked like a knuckleball yep yep it came back in though and um they just need to spend all of their draft picks and every single cent they have on defense you get a defense and a running back over there and a viable tight end this team is going to be a problem next year they better spend all their money you get a big free agent corner to come over there maybe you draft themselves a safety but whatever they got to do they, they got to get that done uh but tampa bay was pretty good but russell wilson was better 40 43 attempts 378 yards five touchdowns he was great and chris Carter. Carson, who I was against, winded up having a great day. I know that made you happy. 16 carries for 105. What are some of your thoughts from this game? I'm looking at Tampa Bay's last few games, and I'm trying to see. They only lost by they only lost by double digits one time all season, twice. Uh, week one against San Fran. Obviously, we know really good team, and. They lost to the Panthers in London by 12. Excuse right. me, by 11. Only two games this year they lost by double digits. They are in every game. They right. fight. Their defense, like you said, is bad. They got a raw deal last week against the Titans. They got a quarterback that throws the ball to the other team at least once a game. Not this game. And they got one a few games ago, too, didn't they? they no, got... I said the Titans. The, uh, raw, the raw deal against the Titans. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. I thought there was something else, though. Another one, I'm it saying. It was in this game. Right, there was I one guess, in this right. game too. Yeah, um, I forget who it was that fumbled. I think it was my boy Chris Carson that fumbled, and and uh, they called it. They ruled him down or whatever it was. All I'm saying is this: Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, they're 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 scrappy, they're feisty, and if I just told you they only lost two games by double digits, and they stink, they're getting points in every game. So that's a team you might want to look towards. I'm interested to see what this line comes out next week. Against the Cardinals, that's going to be a fun game. I that's cannot be, wait. That's going to be an over over waiting to happen. But if I'm saying that right off the rip, the sports book to know that I'm waiting for that thing to come out at like seventy three. Yeah, it's be a college game, <laughs> SMU, <laughs> SMU and uh, and Memphis style seventy deuce burger on that. Seahawks. A lot of people say this team's not for real. Okay, I agree. The level of competition is a little sketchy. And I'll tell you right now, if you were a Seahawks backer in this game, you were on the wrong side. You just got lucky with the line. Unless you took them real early, then you was in bad shape. You know what I mean? But unless you thought this thing was going to go up past seven. But uh, the Seahawks were the wrong side of this game. It was just the right outcome. I think the Seahawks plane is going to crash at some point in time, and it might be on Monday. We might see it go down Monday. I'm not sure, though. I got a lot of trends going on for Monday Night Football next week. I can't wait to talk about that game. I like the Seahawks, though, man. I like Pete Carroll. Me and you both. I think me and you both got a little man crush on Muscle Wilson. I over love there. Russell Wilson, man. You call him. I like to call him Danger Russ. Right. He's got a lot of nicknames for me, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, well, did good you talk- game. They got the W. I think in the AFC West, it's a big win for them, and yeah. and that's really it. We got to see what ha- the real game to be talking about is what happens on Monday night. I will be staying up for that. I I don't know how I'm gonna get make sure I make it through. I made it through last night to that Ravens game, but I also I, I had a good amount in shares and things like that on it. But um, uh, I'm gonna be staying up for that one. That's for sure. Jacob Hollister, tight end, <laughs> two TDs, two touchdowns for the Seattle Seahawks, and uh. If you listened to our Fantasy Frenzy episode, I was with it on DK Metcalf. Six receptions, a buck 23 and a touchdown. Stop playing and listen to our Fantasy Frenzy episodes. We know what we're talking about, people. And let Well, except for me. I, I thought Allen Robinson was going to have a good day, too. It's all good. Listen, we don't get them all right, bro. <laughs> we don't get them all right. But that's all I got for this one, Kevin. Anything else? Keep it moving. Next game. There's another one, Kev. I mean, this is a pooper. Cleveland Brownies taking on the Denver Broncos. Cleveland, excuse me, Denver wins this game 24 to 19. Denver now 3 and 6. Cleveland 2 and 6. Uh, spread in this game was Cleveland minus 4. And the total was 38 and a half. Uh, just went under the total there. I don't know how in the world you could lay points with the Cleveland Browns on the road. They haven't showed anything to make you think they could. What do you got, Kev? Freddie Kitchens is awful. They got to get Freddie out of there. Who's who's worse, Kitchens or Gase? Freddie Kitchens. He's got more talent. But he beat Gase. Remember that. Oh, I don't care about okay. that. Okay. No. If you got that much talent, you got to win football games. And why are you not scheming to get Odell Beckham open? And I'm not talking about on You're some right. stupid trick plays, not on something where he's throwing the football. I get it. It's nice. And he's good at throwing the football when he does do those. So I'm not going to take the credit away. But why are you not scheming him open as a receiver? He is one of the best receivers in the league. I don't care what anybody has to say. because uh, And I think the NFL is after the guy. Leave his cleats alone. Who cares? what? Oh, as long as they're not saying anything about race or some be, be, you know, be, yeah. right, some derogatory towards people, I, I, but let them wear the cleats. They were Joker cleats. Like who, who cares? I just think the NFL has it out for him because of I, I don't know why. He's not like he's out there getting in trouble or do you know doing anything that that represents the NFL in a poor way, other than fighting nets. It's like leave the dude alone. But Freddie Kitchens has to get it together. Awful. He is he is so awful. Um, and that's the only thing uh, that's the only thing I can say. How you told me, right? Didn't you say that they ran thirty more plays? The Cleveland Browns had thirty more ran plays than the Denver Broncos, and they lo- how they lost this game, I have no idea. Statistically, it makes no sense. Yo, the the Browns terrible coaching. Bro, the Browns had the ball five different times inside. Excuse me, on the opposite side of the fifty yard line. Five different times in Denver territory, not in the red zone, but five times in Denver's territory, and they only got 12 points from it. That's crazy, bro. That's coaching. That's oh what all of that God, comes down man. to. So all of y'all killing Baker Mayfield and all of these guys out there, stop. Start yelling at Freddie Kitchens. They need to get him out of there nah, as you fast right. as they you, can. You're right, bro. I mean, the guys never coached before. We're seeing that now. Um, briefly touching on Denver's side, their defense is looking good, albeit against Freddie Kitchens, whatever. Brandon Allen, I think he's just the the, the guy to get to Drew Locke. You know, Denver's been having a quarterback carousel for a long time anyway. <laughs> I know it sounds John bad. Elway needs to get the hell out of there too. Yeah, I know it's going to sound bad saying it. It's going to sound bad saying it, Kev. But 
This was kind of like the worst thing to happen to Denver, that the quarterback performed well, because now they're going to think this kid's okay, and he's going to go on to the next game and get worked. He's then They got a bye week, and then they got to prepare for Minnesota. And, uh, yeah, exactly, at home, too. Minnesota's going to be at home. So say what you want. Yeah, Minnesota's got uh, Kirk Cousins. They might, they might. That defense might get lunchtime on him in that game. Well, we'll see. It's going to be like I said. Vikings at home. Denver off a bye. Vikings have a game in between Sunday Night Football against the Cowboys. So we'll see how that works out. But let's let's not waste time with this one, Kev. Anything else? Keep it moving. You okay if we talk about this? Oh, the spanking my Packers took. I'm ready. I was telling y'all it was about it was coming. Uh, Next game, I would be too, man. If I was what seven and two, six and two, hey, I'd be cool. I, I with tell that. you, if we were four and six too, just like last year, but last year was more injuries than anything. But go ahead. The Green Bay Packers taking on goal Chargers. Goal Chargers win this game twenty six to eleven. It's a weird score, by the way. But Packers now seven and two. Chargers four and five. Kev, take it away. Wait, wait. My bad. My bad. My bad. Spread in this game was. Green Bay minus four and a half. Total is 49. Game stayed under. Go ahead, Kev. My bad. No problem. Vince, guess how many how many yards the Packers gave up in total? Um, I'm going to say 314. 440. Oof. How, like, I, I don't care what Jeez. anybody says. Now, the thing that always saves us, they had four drives inside of our red zone. And they came away with twelve points. So to and our offense, you know, guess how much how, how many yards we had total on offense? Um, I'll say two nineteen, one eighty four. We just got spanked. There is nothing to talk about here. We get, we took a full spank, and our defense did what it did all year. Gave up a ton of yards, limited the points, and our offense couldn't muster up anything. I found it interesting. 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 I found it interesting, though, Aaron Rodgers after the game saying that maybe he's like uh, they liked L.A. maybe a little bit too much. He's like, given what happened in the last 48 hours, he's like, uh, maybe this was a good slice of humble pie. And I'm like, well, what were you guys doing for the last two days? Maybe they had a little bit too much fun. I I don't know what was going on there in L.A., but all I know is that we got spanked, and I don't know what else is, there is to say about it. I, 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 I'm scared for my team moving moving forward into the future. I think we'll be okay. I think we'll make the playoffs, but I don't know about a deep run if they continue to play defense like this. I think it was just a, a hiccup, so to say. This Sometimes I think you need games like this as a team because you got to realize where you're weak at. You know, and I, I think I, – I don't want to say this game was coming – you know what I mean? Because I originally liked Green Bay, you know, until we had the Philly Ringer on the Strictly Betting episode, and then me and him spoke a little bit more after that. Um, I thought this was just a blip on a radar, man. I think you guys are a good team. Yes, your defense needs to get it together. Uh, the the fact that the Chargers, you know, the way they did the Chargers defense looks good too. The Chargers are starting to get healthy. You know, this is a this is a this was a bad team. And I don't want to say they're good now, but they're starting to get healthy. They're going to go on a run, I'm telling you, because they always do. They do. It's, it, listen, the, let me tell you something about the Chargers. Okay, they do two, one of two things. This is look back in history, people. This is something they've always done. Like you just said, Kev just said they're going to go on a run, and I agree with it because the Chargers either start hot and fizzle out, or they start poor and catch fire. Right. <laughs> it's one of two. Look at every season. 
then they have those one or two weird seasons where they're just consistently good all year. Right. The last time I remember that, because it's up here in the like dome. Like 13 and 3 or something. They were, they when it was 2009, and they won their division, and the Jets came into San Diego in the second round of the playoffs, and Sean Green ran all over them, and we won. That's what the Chargers do. They always fold under pressure. They fold when the, when when it matters. Even when, even if this team goes on a run, right. I'm not worried about it because one of two things is going to happen. I'm calling it now. What's today? November fourth. I supposed to know this day. It's my wedding anniversary. They're going to either catch fire and fall one game short of the wild card, or they're going to get into the wild card and get demolished, just like they did last year to the to the New England Patriots in the playoffs. Right. That's what they always do. So I do think, yes, they're getting healthy. You're right. They're getting hot. Big division game coming up this this Thursday on a short week. I'm excited for that. Aaron Jones, what's up? They just didn't. They they just got beat. There was not. There's nothing to talk about about the Packers as far as players. Devontae Adams was back. I guess you can ask the questions: Are we a better team without Devontae Adams? And anybody who says that, I, I like you. I, I don't. You need to go get drug tested then. Like the, yeah, we're, we're not for hard drugs. Maybe they need. We, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but we we also we. You have to keep in mind that he's just getting back. They have to get a new flow. But no matter who was playing yesterday, they were going to get spanked. They played awful, whatever they did in that 48 hours. Because I'm very curious about what that what he meant by that. So I, w- I would love to know. Maybe it'll come out. Some reporter will find out that information of what happened then. But uh, Aaron Jones wasn't putting the scheme right. Uh, they, didn't, they didn't scheme correctly. Chargers were great. And they played great defense. And you know what? That game... Where Aaron Rodgers was blitzed 1.9% of the time. That is the lowest amount any quarterback has been blitzed all season. And he no, still I did not know that. And he still could not stay away or he could not get away from Bosa in that front four that they had over there for the Chargers. And they weren't blitzing at all. So it was a really good game by them and they deserved to win. You got anything else with this one? Keep it moving. Let's get to the game of the day. Yes. Sunday night football. The New England Patriots taking on, say it for me, Kev. The Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. Ravens win this game 37-20. Ravens 6-2. Patriots no more undefeated. They're now 8-1. The total on this game, I know it went over, was 45, well over the total. And New England minus 3.5. We don't got to tell y'all, if you listen to the Strictly Bets episode me kev and the philly ringer all on the baltimore ravens plus three and a half but big kev big kev took these boys on the money line he said i don't need three and a half i got these boys winning straight up kev talk to me i just thought they in the preview also i said in the preview i said in there if they did if they ran the same thing I say about the Packers, right? They give up too many yards on defense. Mm-hmm. I also knew those things about the Patriots, and they showed a little bit of that weakness when the Cleveland Browns had a had 150 yards rushing on these boys the week before. So, and then also the Patriots' offensive line is really bad. It's they're not good, and their left tackle is Marshall Newhouse. Marshall Newhouse used to be the tackle at Green Bay on the right side, and he played for about four or five games with us, and he was done. That is not great that they have him over there. So I know who he is, and that's partly why I know what's going on with these boys. And they took advantage of it. They had a really good game game plan. They put 
a ton of pressure on this defense, and they made the defense think. Usually the Patriots defense ain't thinking about nothing. You're the one who's confused. They got you thinking. This time with that triple option, with the the play-action pass, all all the stuff that they did, that Greg Roman offense, it was so good, bro. I, like it, it was so much fun to watch, and it was a really a, a chess match because the Patriots did come back partly into that, and they, and they, and they caught up a little bit. I'm like, ooh, the defensive end started playing the option better. They were being coached up really well, but the Ravens, they they put the stake in them. They finished them off. Yeah. I went, You know what? I, I thought it was going to be the comeback for the Patriots when they fumbled the when they fumbled that punt. I felt like the momentum swung there. Then the Patriots scored the touchdown. Then they got the ball again and they scored again. It was seventeen to ten. And I'm like, this team just gets all the breaks. I was sick. I was sick to my stomach because I'm like, first of all, I hate that team. So I always want them to lose. I especially want them to lose because I had some do re me on the other <laughs> side. But uh, hey, man, the the Ravens are resilient. They played a great game. The fans were into it. That was a that was a real good Sunday night football game. I was looking forward to that game all night. Usually, wifey and I uh, we have a show we watch, and unless Sunday night football is something intriguing, you know, I usually uh, I usually give her Sunday night, and we watch our our show together. But last night, I told her, I said, "Hey, babe, it ain't happening tonight. I gotta watch this game." It's a good one. <laughs> she rolled over and went to sleep, and I stayed up watching. It was, it was good. really good. Um, Lamar Jackson looked great, man. That dude was doing pirouettes back there to to, to break tackles. Um, what's up with your boy Mark Andrews, though, man? We got to talk about this dude. Is it the same kind of thing with with uh, Darren Waller, where they're they're realizing that he's the guy to stop? Uh, what, what's your take on that? Did you there? see the press conference? I did not. So uh, Lamar Jackson was there, and he's like. I miss Mark, and I miss Mark twice. And he's like, oh, okay. And he started to get flustered, and he's like, move on with the question. He was furious because he had Mark Andrews for a bomb for a touchdown. And he missed it. So if that's the case, that means he's being schemed in. And I like, and I have him. And I've been pretty disappointed. Now, if I can trade him and maybe flip him for a better tight end, and because maybe some, I have maybe have a guy who just gained some value, and I also still have an extra running back. So I'm going to see what else I can do to try to win these next four games. Because in the big boy league, our, um, our our trade deadline is this week. Yeah. So any move that you got to make, got to make this week. So I might keep it in mind. But if I'm left with Mark Andrews, I'm more than happy. He's still part of the offense, and I don't think Lamar misses him the second time. I agree. Um, Mark Ingram had a solid game. Um, What do you think about Muhammad Sanu in New England? He looked like he fit in perfect there. What's your take on that? There was 20... I think there was t- twenty completions. Uh-huh. And they were all completed. I think it was. Was it all? It was Julian. Julian Edelman, Muhammad Sanu, ten a pop. Ten a pop. So right. So if you have twenty completions to those boys. That tells you everything you need to know. Muhammad Sanu has been there for thirty seconds, and this guy's already fitting in. Um, and and he's going to be playing well for them moving forward. It looks like. Um, but I I have big concerns for the Patriots. I don't know how. I don't got big concerns for them because I don't care. I don't know how they. I don't know how they fix the offensive line. I, I don't know how they do that. And if they continue to go up against these next few teams, that are going to be playing. They have Chris Jones. They have a few other really good players coming in. Uh, unfortunately, JJ Watt got hurt, so they won't have to deal with him when they play the uh, Houston. But I don't know. We'll see what happens for the future. But they always correct it. They always learn. We know the narrative because I mean I've been the one spewing it for the most part too. You know the Pittsburgh, the New England Patriots haven't played anybody. Um, in the first half of the season. 
and now their schedule gets a little bit tougher. Listen, they're still a good football team. Bill Belichick is still, uh, I can't say it. I can't utter the words. You say it for me. Bill Belichick is what? The best coach in the league. Okay, I won't say it. He will. But (laughs) they got tough games. Eagles, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs, Mongols don't count, Bills don't count, and Dolphins don't count. So the next four are really tough. Bills? Come on, man. Fake news. What? 16 to 10. Listen, fake news, bro. We'll see. The Bills beat up on the bad teams. Okay, I want. I can't the wait la- for that game. Whatever they the played, line- the two real teams they played, they lost to. They lost to the Eagles and the and the Patriots. We'll see what happens. We'll see what that number is when that game comes Listen, through. We could do a we could do a little bet with the Bills on what on on the teams that they play. Okay, so anyway, um, I think that I think the Patriots drop two more games this year. I think they'll go thirteen and three. They're gonna lose two more games in this stretch, and it ain't gonna be against the Eagles. I'm sorry, Eagles fans. I, I don't get me wrong. I want to see it happen, but I'll, I'll give you guys some good info on that game because uh, B- B- Bill Belichick is really good off a of bye. Okay, and uh, you got anything else with this one? I'll close it out with some with some Ravens stuff, I'm some Ravens flock, so to say. That works. Last nine times, John Harbaugh. I can't say it, so Kev has to say it. It's like <laughs> some people can't say cinnamon. You ever, you ever notice some people can't say cinnamon, yeah, yeah, or, cinnamon. Or, or where you say synonym? You right. know, like <laughs> I can't say this dude's last name. So last to- last nine times, the head coach of the Baltimore Ravens, John Harbaugh, was an underdog. He is eight and one straight up. Okay. Also, since John Harbaugh has been the coach of the Baltimore Ravens after a bye, he is eleven and two straight up and nine and four against the spread. Put that in your notes. For next season, people, you listen. Let me tell you something. If you like to bet on sports, not say you like to bet on sports. If you like to win money, you have to treat this more than just what it is. These are things that you want to put in. This will be saved. I will. This podcast will grow because I believe in it. Kevin believes in it, and we're getting great feedback. We're going to end with this too. But this, I'm going to revisit this until John Harbaugh. Whatever. I have to say his name. John, you said it right. Retires. This will be a trend that I keep in my notes forever because in 10 years from now, if he's still the coach there, which I don't see why you would fire the guy unless he He's wants, really good. He's really good. <laughs> the guy's got a ring. He's got two rings? Got two rings. One hey, ring. One ring. One with Joe Flacco. That's right. The other one was, uh, what was his name? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. The head coach. Give me a minute. Brian Billick. Yes. Bang. I don't mess around. He used to wear, used to wear the netted hats yes. at, at camp. I don't mess they were around. One, they were one of the uh, HBO. Hard Knocks. They were a Hard Knocks the one. And they were really good yeah. with Shannon Sharp. That was a great yeah, group. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, did you see the the, the pregame when, when uh, Tommy was walking into the stadium and, and he saw Ed Reed? No. Yeah, and so Ed Reed was there with his Hall of Fame coat on, and Tom Brady walked up to him, and he was like, man, why they got you here? You know you're my kryptonite. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, you know what, man? It's going to hurt to say it, bro. I'm starting to – I can't say I like that guy, but he. I'm coming around to that dude. Tom there. Brady, he is, I'm man. coming around to that dude. And man. even just so you – now that you said that, yeah. Ed Reed, on, you know, the play sheet that they keep on their arm? Yeah. All Every time Tom Brady would play against Ed Reed, it would say find 20. 
So before he read the play, it would remind him, find 20. Every, it was written on there in big, yeah. bold letters. So he remembered. He's like, I, well, I can't forget where 20 is. Yeah, I was yeah. like, we're screwed. So that, show, that lets you know all the respect that he has for the guy if no, he has to I write it to remind himself where Ed Reed was on the field. Uh, I say I'm coming around to 20, and then I think about him yesterday when they were losing, and he was throwing the, the, the tablet around acting like a little baby. And I'm like, yeah, there he is again. <laughs> but all right, that's enough, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 25 in the books, week nine recap. We hope you guys enjoyed. We hope you guys uh, got got out of this what you were hoping for. You know the deal by now. I'm your boy, Vinny Goombots. You know where to find me on Twitter and Instagram, at V-I-N-N-Y-G-O-O-M-B-O-T-S. You are listening to the First Pick Podcast. If you want to check out the social media content, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at the First Pick Pod. Please check us out there. Big Kev. Take us out. Tell them where they can find you and tell them where they can listen. At BiggestBoss76 on Twitter and Instagram. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Apple iTunes, and Google Music. Please rate, review, and share. Five stars only. We hope you guys enjoyed. Week 10 should be good moving forward. See you next week.